Hello, everyone, and welcome back for the second Double Ohm Radio WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm joined today by my lovely duo of co-hosts, Brett. Hello, hello. And Ryan. Hello. We are going to be talking about the lead-up to AEW's Full Gear show, which is happening uh, as of the date of recording tomorrow, so November 13th. We got a lot, of talk, lot to talk about with this. There's a whole yeah, lot is, leading uh... up. But before we get into the actual Full Gear show and Rampage tonight, uh, I want to start off with just getting everyone's general thoughts about the last few Dynamites and Rampages and kind of the lead-up to this pay-per-view. Not about any specific individual storylines, but more how have the last few weeks felt and do you think they've done a good job of building to this major event that is like the first time we're seeing uh, all of these like WWE transfers like Brian Danielson and Adam Cole in the, these major matches that I think a lot of people are thinking these might be their first losses. It's one of the few times where there's that chance legitimately. So I am curious to get your guys' thoughts on the last few weeks. Who wants to start? Well. I I think if if I may just in general I I don't think because um, I know we we talked about this uh, for the uh, the last WrestleCast episode we did um, where we talked about how AEW's really hit their stride now that they've gone on tour like all that stuff I don't think they've lost it I think if anything it's gotten even better like there there have been like some like the, the the worst that like episodes have been of dynamite or rampage has just been like ah oh, that, that that was like that was, it was pretty passable. good it wasn't like it was all right. it was it wasn't like incredible but it, i i wouldn't even put it on like any any sort of negative side of any rating at all but like th- these these past few weeks leading up to this pay-per-view have been like mind-boggling and it's just like you know that just just the way that Tony Khan's mind works this this absolutely twisted evil mastermind that is Tony Khan that full gear is going to do even better <laughs> somehow <laughs> just because yeah. these last few episodes have been so good I I can't even I I, I keep treating it like it's like some like Lovecraftian t- twisted uh, cosmic horror concept that I'm just nightmare not even going to be able to understand. Yeah, it's just a nightmare realm of of perfect wrestling. <laughs> I can't even. I, I just don't even know. I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I think the, they've definitely kept their momentum going the last couple of weeks, and like pretty much at, ever since after All Out. And I think uh, I think this show is going to be. It's going to be pretty good with everything they have built up towards this. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to almost see every single match on this card. They, I feel like they've built a lot of it up very well. Yeah. All right. So I, I mostly agree with these takes. Uh, I do want to call some special attention to the Boston show on the 27th of October. Of course. Because that was uh, my first live wrestling show that I, I got to actually go see. <laughs> Uh, in the crowd and had relatively good seats for the price. Um, I gotta call out doing Halloween things. I feel like modern wrestling has this problem of like, just not acknowledging holidays, right? Which is weird because wrestling in, in kayfabe is happening at the same time as everything else. So it feels weird when a major holiday like Halloween rolls around and we don't get something, some kind of acknowledgement that, oh, this was the Halloween episode. God when Hangman Adam Page comes out of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, <laughs> and he looks so mad, 
especially the reaction live to him having it stuck around his feet for the next like 10 (laughs) minutes because they didn't show it on the air uh but he had that thing stuck on him and was like trying he had to get the help of like john silver to get it off of him (laughs) after the show uh that was incredibly funny to see live but it was just a really really good experience um and i got to do some major shout outs especially for Tony Khan and his ability to like hype a crowd up before the show happens it's something that the uh the tv audience doesn't get to see because it is almost always just geared towards the city that they're in and it was really good to to see that and like him being present and actually giving that kind of speech about hey this is going to be a really hyped up show we got a lot of surprises for you and let's just get into it it's it's always a hyped moment that and abaddon got huge pops which was great Always a lot of fun to see that. Plus, there was a "Let's Go Table" chant at one point, and that's yes, <laughs> because that table, I literally, I don't know how. I don't there know were how two it was table malfunctions during the show. They did a good job of hiding it, but during uh, the Sammy and Ethan Page match for the TNT title, uh, the announce not the announcers, but the uh, the timekeeper table had like a malfunction at the start because they went over there and did a few move- moves around it, and we're trying to get it set back up, and it kept falling. Afterwards, oh, no. so the timekeepers oh, wow. just kept falling apart. They they did a good job of hiding it, but it was very funny to see from the audience <laughs> perspective. If you could tell that was not meant to happen. Just the table tables were weird that episode. A lot of strange things were happening. Uh, but that that huge Halloween themed Ghostbusters yeah. thing going on at the end was great, especially with the uh, the theme that apparently had to basically be recorded that same day. Yep. A lot of fun to hear about that. Yeah. All right. So, think, oh, go ahead, Brett. I was just, I was just gonna say because I remember uh, last year expecting like a like a fun Halloween thing because uh, you know at like cons that they went to and stuff like like Kenny would dress up with the Bucks as like Street Fighter characters and stuff like that. It's like it, it's weird that it's not more common for wrestlers to dress up for Halloween because they dress up all the time anyway. That, that's, yeah. that's all I wanted yeah. to say. <laughs> I mean, it's the kind of thing of, like, if the New Day dresses up for Halloween, it doesn't really do a whole lot, because they dress up as, like, Final Fantasy characters all the time. So, yeah, it's yeah. not as unique. But with, I think, especially Kenny Omega, you don't tend to see actual full costumes. You see some inspiration stuff, but not really mm-hmm. full costumes. A lot of fun to see. All right. So, this kind of leads into Rampage tonight. And I think the one kind of negative bit of feedback I have from the past few weeks that, that has kind of stuck in my mind is what is going on with Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy? Listen, man. <laughs> I don't. It, it's seeming it's like a feud that's that that will not end because this has been this has been going on since before All Out too, right? Or did it start at All Out? I think it, it was like teased before All Out, but it, it's hard to. That's the other thing is I can't pinpoint a start for this, right? It's just yeah. Weird feels like it's been going on forever. <clears throat> so, like, just originally, what, why was he, like, why was even Matt, like, mad about him? Like, does he just like the way he acts? Probably. <laughs> probably. That's, that's like, the baseline But, then, like, the people that Matt is currently managing are private parties. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah. It loses some of that believability. It's, because, and then you, like, because that was a thing, like they teased the hair match, and then it was a swerve. It was with Jack Evans instead, and Orange still won. And then, like, oh, okay, that that would have been like the end. And then they were both in the like number one contender ladder match, and you know, 
mad to the side effects specifically on Orange Cassidy is to continue the feud. Because now Orange is going to the tournament all hurt. And, you know, they, they constantly show Matt Hardy watching all of his matches. Yeah. <laughs> and just looking, <laughs> looking angry. <laughs> I angry Matt Hardy. I don't know. I, I feel like this... Because I, I, I just had this this opinion about Matt Hardy in general. I, I feel like this just would be more interesting and would lead to more funny, wacky Matt Hardy in AEW who could do whatever the hell he wants, like things, if he was still doing like the broken Matt Hardy yeah. gimmick. Because him, I, I, like probably for uh, the locker room and for the guys that he has in his faction, it's probably awesome to have. You know, like it's it's just like the classic thing with like a Chris Jericho in the inner circle. Like you have the experienced name that everybody knows leading a bunch of of Young youngsters into yeah, into into like making them more well known just by being around him. And that that totally makes sense. But like, and 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 Big Money Matt is a, is a funny name to say, <laughs> and is a funny concept because uh, it, it's just silly. But it, it doesn't go beyond that really. Like he doesn't, even him. Like when he gets into his ring gear, it's just like normal Matt Hardy ring gear. He doesn't have anything like like a crazy outfit. He just wrestle in like some sort of suit or anything. Like he, he pulled out money like once. Yeah, I think there was that cool shot a few weeks ago of the money raining down at the end of one of the matches. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the the cooler bits of this feud. But I really think like. This just, it feels like a filler feud, except nobody involved in it actually cares what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, if anything, because tonight we have, that's the uh, that's the Lumberjack match, right? Yes, that is the Lumberjack match tonight. I feel like if we're gonna, if, if we're gonna have any, like, culmination, I feel like this, this could be it. It's not, not, not quite, like, cool enough to be in the pay-per-view itself, I guess, but it's like, it's literally the day right before it, and it's probably gonna end up taking up a majority of, of time that any one thing would take up in the rampage episode. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll, it'll probably like that. That's the thing is like, it's not like either orange or Matt are like boring wrestlers. It's just like, it just, it feels like this feud is misplaced because yeah. both of these people seem like they would have better feuds with other wrestlers, mm -hmm. even though both of them are like incredibly talented, very high profile. People love both of them. It just seems like a, a feud where you th you would think Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy would be really fun and entertaining, but it's just kind of not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess they did in a way they did build to it to being a lumberjack match to be kind of funny, in a sense that Yuta got destroyed by Wardlow, so he's probably not going to be there, and then Chuck Taylor got taken out by Matt Hardy in the HFO after the match. Yeah. So like. I don't know. The only thing I can legitimately think of here is maybe they like did that and Trent's coming back tonight. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. Yeah. Trent or hey, it's it's tonight. It's not tomorrow. Didn't uh it is probably, you know, 50% joke, 50% real. Uh, Okada exactly, exactly, exactly. Okada's gonna be the, one of the one of the, the lumberjacks. You know what? I, I say, I'll say if that is the like surprise into this match because we we only have two matches on Rampage tonight so far. Yes, and I, I think yeah. the the overwhelming feeling is that they're probably gonna add like a women's squash one match. Winner. And they have to, yeah. Maybe something with Tay, maybe something with I don't know. Anna J also feels like she needs more to happen. 
recently. She needs a win. But there's a lot of stuff going on in the division that's a little weird. So it's we have only these two matches so far. And uh, I wonder if they're going to use some of that time to show <laughs> some chaos love. Because they, they also... Should, dude. That's... I don't know if this was a thing that Excalibur or JR just said on TV that was wrong, or if it's true, but they said Wardlow is now in chaos. No, yeah, that, that sounds like... That sounds like a JR uh, moment. I feel like that's a JR moment. moment. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's trying to insinuate that like he's going to bring the chaos to chaos. But yeah, it, yeah. It came out a little bit wrong and just said Wardlow's in chaos. I could see that happening. I'm just I want to see if there's going to be something that happens with that because that is a weird thing to throw out there after all these people get added to chaos. Um, yeah, I could totally see yeah. this being the chaos reveal. That would be a lot yeah. of fun. It'd be so fun. Especially because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of other payoff for this. Yeah. Uh, all right. If I, before before we do go on, I, I, did, I did think of a complaint, and this is a very well-known complaint to people that talk to me about wrestling, is that Cody is a silly little boy. Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, he's continued being a silly little boy yeah. from the last time that I had the same, same. complaint <laughs> in the last episode. You think Fuego so, Dos is going to show up? <laughs> dude, let, let's go. Fuego Dos and Chaos? Yeah, Fuego Dos I'm in. <laughs> All right. So I do want to start taking a tally of this. So I will be your arbiter. Because we just have the two of you right now, what I would like you two to do is take turns picking the winner of a match. And we're going to see who at the end of Full Gear, Ooh. including this Rampage, has predicted the most matches correctly. Why? All right, and we're gonna have bonus points if you can call moves correctly too. Oh, okay, God. so well, Ryan's gonna win. <laughs> what I'm gonna ask you right now, I'm gonna give Brett first pick here. Does Cassidy okay. or Hardy take home the lumberjack match? Um, listen, Okada's gonna come out. <laughs> They're going to have all the help. Uh, you, you're going to think... But does Okada come out after Cassidy loses? I... I I'm not sure, because that's... I feel like that's... I'm, 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 in, I'm in Tony Khan's brain right now. I'm, I'm, I'm inspecting his neurons, seeing what he's thinking. Uh, and I think that the, the expectation is like, oh, even though Best Friends is like, like bigger than they used to be, the Hardy family office is... There's like, there's like 20 people. That are that are on their There's side. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people. So I, I think the expectation is like they're going to be able to sway it and they're going to win. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling that because because you know Orange hasn't gotten. He, he's still the fan favorite, but he hasn't gotten like the the win 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 with like the the funny move or like just doing something stupid to make a big guy look dumb. He's had a he lot of failed a orange bit. punches in the last couple of weeks. Exactly. I think it's time for. I think it's time for things to change. I think he's going to beat. Matt Hardy. Okay. So. I, oh, continue. Yep. Continue. As I say, uh, I was going to pick the same thing. I think Orange is going to win. Um, however, I think, uh, you know what? Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think uh, my mind was kind of floating with the idea of him doing one of his funny pins uh, that he does. But mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think like if this is going to be the end. Hopefully, it has Hopefully. to be like, like decisive. So I feel like there's going to be some sort of 
outside interference, whether that be Trent or Okada, as, as ridiculous as that sounds in a lumberjack match, like to throw Hardy off and then he eats the orange punch. And then I yeah. think that that will be hopefully the end of the uh, All right. of this Matt Hardy and Orange cast. So, Brett, what is your final locked-in answer for who you think is going to win this match? I, I think it's going to be Orange. Okay. So, then moving on to the other match we know for Rampage tonight, we have Bobby Fish versus Jungle Boy. I don't think there's a, there's not a lot going on in the, the feud storyline for this, aside from <laughs> Fish just being this a is, general bad dude. This is rather new. Although yeah, I am excited yeah. for this match. I think Bobby Fish has, oh, has had sure. a really good showing in AEW so far. Agreed. So yeah. I'm, I'm hyped to see what his match with Jungle Boy looks like. Uh, but Ryan, you get first pick here. Who do you think is going to win this match? Listen, Bobby Fish is a hometown boy. You know, Albany, New York, represent. Uh, however, uh, much like Matt Seidel currently is right now, is you know, I don't think like he's meant to get a lot of big wins like this, especially over something like a rising star like Jungle Boy. And... I think, and they even kind of alluded to that in the promo that they had, like with Bobby Fish talking to the elite. It's like, hey, just, just wear him out. It's not because it sounded like, like let us finish it, but it's it's your job to wear him out. So I think it's gonna be like a nice competitive match. You know, Bobby is gonna try to kill him as as much as he can, but I don't think he's going to. Uh, I don't think he's gonna. Sink in the victory. I think Jungle Boy is gonna pull the victory out in the end here. Fish going for like some injury angles and not necessarily the win. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, unless we have any comments about that match, uh, we can move on to the buy-in, which is Nyla Rose and Jamie Hader versus Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. Now, I gotta say, I have one comment for this match. It should be on the main card. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, this card if it's really like, needs another. The main card only has one other women's match, and there's like <laughs> ten matches. Yeah, it and, needs, and this it is one on it. This is not the first time I feel like that uh, a women's match has been in the pre-show that has been, you know, like like incredible. Like obviously, this hasn't happened yet, but I, I just keep getting visions of of Deeb versus Riho. And that is just like one of the best women's matches, and it it, it wasn't on the the, the pay per view, which is just bonkers to me. Um, yeah, I also think getting said, uh, though, getting Nyla Rose and especially Thunder Rosa and Sheeta back onto a pay per view, yeah, feels like something that should happen, right? And, mm-hmm. and especially in a highlight match. Uh, so to me, it is weird that this is in the buy in and like. I don't know what you would probably put there. I, maybe, you know, Pack and Cody. Maybe that match maybe. could be a good buy-in. But as of right now, this feels a little out of place. Yeah. But Brett, you have you have your first pick here. So who do you think is going to take home this match? And you get a bonus point if you can tell me who pins or who gets pinned. Which person, one of the yeah. two. I think... Because hmm, you got... Here's the thing. Nyla is normally like a very serious threat, right? Mm-hmm. Like she could totally destroy most of the people that are on 
the other side of the ring from her if in in, in singles competition and usually it's it's like it it the other person wins out of desperation and it's just like last ditch effort super like dramatic like they usually can't even like stand up to put their their hand up afterward because like understandably like <laughs> Nyla's extremely threatening um i think however that in a tag match usually this is this is where this is where Nyla is like heel even among heels where she's just kind of doing things to just be like just be unhinged and just be savage and usually whenever there's been like a team up scenario um that's kind of come back to bite her where there's been yeah. some like not straight you know, up betrayals because i'm, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. back to diamante and exactly nyla having yeah. a few matches and that tended to happen if nyla would like <laughs> usually they still won but nyla would make a couple moves that were like oh <laughs> yeah not yeah. quite so helpful and this 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 isn't a dark match. I, I it's it's a pre-show match, but I still like considering some of the past pre-show matches. Not all of them. I I still can like I, I hold pre-show matches to a higher standard than like a dark match or something. Yeah. And so this this just seems more important. Uh, it's 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 against Sheeta and Thunder Rosa, and she's teaming with Jamie Hader for like the first time, right? So they don't have chemistry really. That's been proven. They're just both they're just both bad ladies, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I th I think that's gonna end up biting me in the ass, and I think um, Sheeta and Rosa are gonna do uh, obviously they're you know Nyla's gonna put up a good fight, but I think Sheeta and Rosa are gonna end up doing a good enough job keeping uh Nyla out of the ring or something for the end, so that they can get the pin on Jamie Hader. Okay, do you think Jamie Hader is gonna be pinned? Is gonna be taking the pin? Yes. All right. So, Ryan, who do you think is going to be doing the pinning? Okay. So I have to go with... Or submission. Uh, Obviously, submission is also... I have good. to go with, uh, with Brett's scenario here. All right. So, let's say... You don't have to agree with Brett. You could say either Rosa or Sheeta gets pinned. Okay. Um, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm thinking, right? I think whoever wins here is not... I, whoever gets pinned and whoever does the pinning is not going to advance in the TBS title tournament. Mm. That is what I'm thinking. It's a good gut instinct. Because it, it feels like, you know... Here's the thing. Sheeta, last time we saw her, she was kind of playing that injury angle after, like, Deeb kind of beat, beat her up after her match. Rosa just had a match. Jamie just had a match, and Jamie lost. She, I don't think she got pinned, though. It was Rebel. Um, yeah, it was Rebel. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, Nyla hasn't been on TV for a bit. I feel like yeah. in the gut scenario instinct that they're going to be wanting to try to put, like, try to heat up either Jamie Hayter or um, uh, Jamie Hayter and Nyla here to build up for their, uh, you know, the upcoming match. So for that reason, I feel like Thunder Rosa is going to be getting pinned by Nyla okay. from the Beast Bomb. Because it kind of works out in a sense there, because isn't it, it's Sheeta versus Nyla, and it's going to be Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa, right? So like I feel like also doing the cross-section there of 
whoever, uh, like, they're not going to be pinning whoever they're going to be directly going up against in the title tournament. So I feel like mm-hmm. something like that could happen, like, you know, like Nyla Rose just being so powerful and maybe Jamie Hayter keeps, like, Sheeta on the outside kind of injures her up, injures her a little bit more, and then Nyla, like, takes care of Rosa for Hayter. Okay. All right, moving on to our first main match card. We have Miro versus Danielson. This is, uh, I think to me, this is one of the hardest matches to call. Yeah. <laughs> on this card, because I can see good storylines with either one of these two winning. And, like, I know Miro was probably not planned to be in this position because of obviously Moxley uh, having to take a step down from the tournament and Miro getting added in. But this whole, like, Miro getting angry at his god angle, I think, is so entertaining. And so his cool. promos have been incredible. <laughs> And if anyone is going to hand Danielson his first loss, Miro is pretty appropriate. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. Um, but Ryan, you get first pick for who's going to win this match. And if you can call uh, the move that he that is used to win the match or the most recent finisher or whatnot that is done to end the match, it's yes. a, an additional point. So this is hard. Danielson is clearly being built as someone he has not lost yet, has only had the draw and has won. I that that's the thing that I really like with Danielson matches. I wouldn't say he's one handedly. Like you can go into a match like saying, "Oh yeah, Brian Danielson's going to be Rocky Romero before his match at the pay per view." But like like looking at the match itself, it's been very competitive. Like mm-hmm. like there's been a lot of back and forths to it, especially like with that Eddie Kingston match that he had as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Suzuki match. It's like that's like that's the really great thing with Danielson matches. So he's one of the best think, people I've seen to sell that this is a match that could go either way, even with yeah. storyline wise, it really can't. I think we need to try to think about this too, because this is for the Eliminator tournament for the yes. W Championship. We need to try to think about okay, as as much as we all want Hangman to win. Is there going to be a scenario where Kenny wins too? So, yes, that's a, a good point. Because <laughs> if so, Kenny wins, you, we know Omega and Danielson is yeah going on the to cards. But yeah. I think the major question is: Does that match need the title? No. So here's exactly. the thing: is for that reason, and that'd be like a kind. Of, I feel like if if Hangman is going to be champion, I feel like. Putting him immediately up against Danielson is going to be a little bit of a rough thing to overcome mm-hmm. because of how they've portrayed Danielson. Yeah, I would find that harder to believe than Paige beating Miro. Yeah. Yes. So for that reason, I think Danielson may be getting his first loss here. And again, like against Miro, who they've built up to be an absolute killer, I think that's totally fine. I think. And that's the, now for trying to call the finish of the match. I think that's going to be a little bit hard because Miro, much like Danielson, has pretty much two different finishers that he uses. He uses the big, like, uh, you know, crescent kick sort of super kick thing he does where he just, like, kicks their head off, but he also does the game over. I think in this scenario, I think Brian Danielson may lose via submission, but he won't tap out. So I think... He's going to get knocked. Yeah. Gonna knock I out. think Miro is going to knock him out and Danielson is going to pass out. So he's not going to be able to verbally tap or anything like that. So, and then we'll be building. 
I mean, it gives it gives away what I think for the AEW championship, but I feel like it'll be Miro would be a very good first feud for Paige to do. Okay, so Brett, your your pick for this has to be uh, Danielson winning, but if you can tell me how many minutes this match goes, you get an additional point. Oof. And I'll give it to you if you're within two minutes of the finish time. I think this is going to be this is going to be a long one. This is going to be a struggle because both, um, I mean, the, like just the the build up. They have of, history too. It's a they have history. The build up of both their matches recently. I mean, Miro's just been destroying most people, um, and Danielson has you know not been. I mean, he's been destroying people, but also like showing that he has a lot of like, you know, not necessarily weakness, but that he can like make other people look good at the same time. So I, I think this is going to be a longer one. I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth to try to like trick the 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 crowd into into swaying either way. Like, oh, what could possibly happen? Who could possibly win at the end of all this crap? Um, I I think uh, this this is neither here nor there, but I think uh, Danielson's chest is going to be a different color than yep. <laughs> what it was when he walked into the room yep. hard <laughs> um, agree and and maybe even miro's because i remember one of the last matches that miro had I, th- I think it was against eddie where eddie just slapped the, the ever-loving oh, yeah. crap out of miro's chest and it was just it was that like was purple frightening to see live that match yeah. live was you could, the audience was groaning every single time one of those traps went out i can imagine um so i think Cause I, I think there, wherever this ends up being in the actual like order of the of the card that ends up happening, um, it can't be the most dramatic thing because no matter what happens, I think the final match is going to be the most dramatic thing. I think that's pretty clear um, with how they've been building it up. Um, so I don't think they'd want to tire everyone out by having like a crazy long match, but I, it can't be short. So I'm gonna say like 20, 25 minutes. In, in, in that ballpark of like the kind of long ish. All right, call a minute. I need you to call a, a singular minute, and I'll give it to you if with, if it's within two. So, all right, I'm gonna go right. I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm gonna do 23 minutes. All right, that's gonna be my time. So, moving on. This is your pick, Brett. Lucha Bros versus FTR. All right. There's. There's some bias here, yes. because Lucha Bros are my Lucha Boys. I love those boys. They're awesome. Penta and Phoenix are incredible wrestlers, and you know they they the the the, the timeline has has progressed in such a way that I, I'm not I'm not angry with the with the decisions in in past weeks with the uh, FDR. Um, Super and obviously they're. Yeah, the Superanas. Um, I, I, I do hope they come out as Superanas, by the way, for this, because that would, that would be, be amazing. Funny. Um, but like, I, 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 I can be like angry and not like them or whatever. They're, I, they're heels. I get it, and they're also great in the ring. So they, no matter what happens, this match is going to be great, obviously. Um, but I think, um, I'm not sure what uh, anyone would really get out of. FTR becoming tag championships or becoming tag champions again because they had it once already, right? Yep. Um, and it's also very. This would be a very early loss. Exactly. That was going to be the next thing that I said. I don't know what FTR would get out of getting it again right now, and I don't know 
what that would do to the Lucha Brothers to lose it so quickly because it's it's not like like they lost it from a fluke or something. It's like they they like they bled for yeah. these belts. <laughs> that was a like oh my god, an emotional roller coaster of a match. That was like a lot of people are calling it their favorite match of the year because it, it looked like Lucha Brothers had no way to win as soon as the the cheating started to happen, but they still pulled ahead. And I don't think even even with FTR being very very good heels and with Tully Blanchard on the side and with the whole like pinnacle that can come out and help um theoretically uh I don't know I I, I in in the hierarchy of of heelness I think the bucks are still more nefarious more dubious than FTR is um I don't know what FTR has that could uh, that could be the equivalent or better than the uh, the thumbtack uh, Jordans. Yeah, if FTR is um, winning, they're probably winning with at the most a heel, a title belt slam or something, right? They're not going to go for yeah. sharp objects being thrust at people. And I, I I think you you combine all of that. I think it's going to be it's going to be close because I I think all the matches pretty much are going to be close. Um, I think Luch Brothers are going to stay on top. Um. Because I again, all, all all the things that that of that that I just said are building up to me, not not letting myself think about them uh, losing. All right, um, and yeah. for an additional point, can you tell me who either gets pinned or does the pinning? Oh, which That's member of either team? That is a good question. Um, because it's pretty. It's not like. And for for both teams, like either either one can kind of make up for the other guys whatever lack he has and whatever skill, kind of. Um, I'm gonna say uh, I don't I don't know which one of FTR is going to get the pin, but I'm gonna say that Phoenix is gonna hold someone on the outside while Penta gets the pin on the other guy. All right. So Ryan, your pick for this is FTR. Then who do you think you can go with either? scenario here who is getting pinned on either side dax just had the match mm-hmm. like dax is going to be injured i believe it was phoenix was the one that they pinned originally too in the match dax pinned yes. phoenix so i think it'd only be natural here if phoenix pinned dax however so that that is my pick for points however i i, I want to bring up because i don't know if Brett or you knew, Ryan, uh, that the Lucha Brothers and FTR are going to be having a AAA match for the Tag Team Championships as well in December. Yes, I did actually see that. Okay. So, So, yeah, I I think that does lend more credence to maybe them not taking home the tag belts today. Yeah, yeah. Because they have those AAA belts on the the line in the future. Uh, All right. So moving past that, we have a Darby Allin... With, accompanied by Sting versus MJF. This is Ryan's pick. Who do you think is taking home this match? And can you call the move used? So this is hard. Um, both of them have been protected very well. I'm just like, imagining the, the promos like, we would get, whole... no matter who wins. Yeah. Both of them have been protected so well. And this is what makes it even harder is technically if we look back to the last pay-per-view, they both lost. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> it's not like either of them has not seen a loss recently. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
it's harder to call than the undefeated streaks that we often see. Yeah. So as much as I want Darby Allen to win, and I feel like he should win, like I feel like my heart wants Darby to win. But again, I'm trying to think about this down the line. MJF mentioned the history that he also had with Hangman, uh, him winning the mm. Diamond originally off yep. when they first introduced that. And I feel like if they need to start to try to build up some, you know, some more of like, we've had a heel champion for how long? We need to start to uh, build up heel contenders for the face champion to go up against. Yes. And I feel like MJF getting the win here would probably be for the best. So, you know, it's also Darby tends to look very good in defeat. Yeah. Darby can, Darby, even if he loses, it doesn't really matter because he's still going to be over. And, like, even that's the thing is I don't think, like, this is going to be, like, a one and done anyway. I think they may continue the feud for a little bit longer. Not as long as, like, Jericho and MJF. God, no. But, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe like, one more match or two. Like, something like that. Because, obviously, yeah, yeah. you still build to Hangman and Miro, which I, if I'm, like, sectioning that off in my head, it may be around, a, like, a winter's coming of sorts if it's going to be happening again this year. So you still got time for a Darby Allen and MJF match again, but I feel like after that would be Hangman and MJF. That'd be like a good match to have at like a Revolution or something. All right. So how do you see MJF winning this match? He is going to. It doesn't necessarily have to be a specific move, but what do you see like the final thirty seconds being? He's definitely. I definitely feel like something. Some sort of cheating is going to go on, either if it's the ring or if Wardlow is also there, some, something like that. I feel like cheating will happen to put Darby Allen in a prone state. And it's just, it's, for the move itself, it's hard to tell because he, he can do the Heat Seeker, which is a pretty cool like finisher. And I, I feel like it's more believable to me for Darby to lose. I guess now he lost. He tapped for when Miro beat him for the TNT title. So, you know, yeah, MJF's going to tap him out with the arm bar salt of the earth. I feel like that would make the most sense here. Okay. So, Brett, for your bonus point, does Darby either win or lose because of Sting? Because here, here's the thing, I don't, it, it, I, I wouldn't say it's too early, and they, they've certainly touched on it, but I still think it's not the time yet for a, a true sting. I'm better off without you. I'm gonna fight you to prove that I'm better off without you. Yet I don't, I don't think it's time for that yet. Maybe, maybe that will never be decided in a match with Sting. It'll just be decided with like. Sting like being there and him like seeing that Darby can like do stuff on his own, but I mean you just bring that up is is getting is getting gears turning right. Yep, gears turning um, in the head, full gears even dare I say. And I I'll um, I'll tell you why I specifically say this because I have a crackpot theory, but yeah, <laughs> I'll wait until you you give your response. I I I, th- I think I am I am gonna go with it. I th- I think I think. Darby is gonna lose not not because of Sting being like stupid or Sting like doing something like wrong or whatever because Sting like genuinely actually cares about the guy right I think if anything he's gonna end up like caring too much and getting like in some sort of situation with with Wardlow or Chairboy coming out and and yep. like all the other weird other like 
pinnacle adjacent things that didn't have a match yet by that point in the show whenever this uh happens um i had this thing's gonna get wrapped up in those somehow and darby might like turn around just to like help him because he doesn't want to get he wouldn't want to let sting get hurt either because they're 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 buds stings his dad um yep. and I, th- I think that that hesitation that taking his eyes off of uh mjf for just just a second to to make sure sting is okay is gonna get uh get him the loss i, I think that's gonna be it okay so my my crackpot theory that i think would be the perfect way for Darby to lose, but also I don't I don't think this has happened in AEW yet. Is mm. Sting throwing in the towel. That is my uh, crackpot theory. Is Darby will yeah. not tap and is gonna get his arm broken or something. And Sting yeah. ends up throwing in the towel. It, and that it, leads into been, something with Darby and Sting in the future. There has been a towel throw before, and it was very effective. It was with uh it was with Jeff throwing in the towel uh, himself uh, for for Cody for a thing that Cody easily could have gotten out of, and that was like the start. Oh, to I remember. Yeah, I do remember that. I, I think I, I I honestly even having that like weird like parallel just because like MJF is in this match too, just like having that that just makes the 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 weird uh, like. <laughs> collective subconscious repetitiveness the history repeats itself side of my brain happy of just being like oh wow the cycle continues this is terrible and i will keep watching that that's that's pretty sick actually that's evil yeah that's my my dream finish to this match i would love to see that uh all right so moving on brett your call pack and cody rhodes versus malachi black and andrade elidolo and you can tell me who either gets pinned or who is doing the pinning to get a bonus point. This one, this one, this one is hard. on On the surface, it is it is very difficult. Uh, not only for just like viewing it objectively, but, Brett, but also can they coexist? That that, is, that that's the thing, is that I like the majority of the people in this matchup, and I did like Cody. Cody used to be my favorite. Um, it's it's. You're you're right though. Can can they coexist? I mean, we really have any like like you you understand through like their 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 past experiences with each other, and you could just kind of like get like even if you haven't watched whatever um has happened on on uh, WWE between them, like you you like Andrade and Malachi are, are like they work together. They they made it work. But they haven't really had like a lot of buddy buddy like promos or anything at least not that i imagine to like anyone who has watched nxt especially in the era of these two this is like a dream tag team right it's black and andrade is such their the match they put on together was incredible like one of the best matches of nxt and so seeing them together i cannot imagine what that's gonna look like yeah and that and that that's that's why they're together is because tony is also totally sucking up to that stuff because he probably loved it too and you could tell (laughs) which is good it should be that way um, but I, 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 obviously the, the bigger, you know, rift that could happen is with Cody and Peck because this is just such a, they're both great in the ring, but it's such an odd pairing because it doesn't even seem like they would really like move wise compliment each other that much. Peck has a history of not working very well with other big name people 
uh, besides uh, pretty pretty much anyone else besides the Lucha Bros. Pretty much, um, he did not. He he walked out of his match that he had uh, when he was uh, teamed with Mox, if you remember. Yep. Um, he he cut his poor little finger doing that too. Um, so what, is, I, your, I, what I, is your call? I I I have. I have a crackpot theory, and I'm only saying it because I'm saying this first, but I think it's Ryan's crackpot theory also. I'm pretty sure you're the one that said this. Um, yeah. I think, because because you've convinced me in this, um, I think that the crazy thing that we've all been kind of hoping would happen is that the Black Mist never never truly left Cody Rhodes' body. I think the the infection has just been given more time to to fester and develop. Hey, and Malika has been cutting promos about that. Yes, so it's on the I table. Think, I think mid match, some either by some wacky stuff or just from maybe maybe even him without realizing it or whatever. I think Cody is going to end up spelling doom for his team with Pack, and I think they're going to lose. And I think. This is also going to be the heel turn. And I think, uh, you know, Ryan, you're the person that came up with that, so you probably explain it better, but I just want to say it because I get to go first, and I, I believe yeah. you. Yeah. And it just makes sense because the whole thing of uh, they've been teasing it still, and, like, even Tony Khan said, oh, we've heard you because, let's face it, Cody's been getting very mixed reactions. Dude, there were mixed. thunderous <laughs> boos. At the live crowd, it <laughs> it sounded less bad than it did on TV because there was like a segment of the audience that liked Cody towards where the cameras were, but yeah. the entire side that I was on, thunderous boos. Yeah, it's it's. I think this, it makes the most sense that you know this is going to be the thing that breaks it. They don't you know packs now not to work well with people, and I feel like as Brett said, something's going to happen and. Cody is going to get pissed and he's going to just turn on him because you know because I feel like it's like that's a thing it's like this is Andrade and Malachi's first pay-per-view appearance too and I feel mm -hmm. like even though like Andrade just cheated to win against Cody I feel like they still need a bit more like to like show that like yeah they're they're like threats so I feel like Cody can take another loss it's and like that, I feel like it's fine here because I think that would set him over the edge. You know, he, he finally beat Malachi, but now he's still losing again. And I think it's, I think it's, yeah, he's just gonna, he's gonna turn on poor old Puck. All right, so Brett, I will count Cody turning heel as your prediction for this. So Ryan, who either gets pinned or does the pinning? I think Puck is gonna get pinned by Malachi. All right. So, after that match, we move into the Inner Circle versus American Top Team and Men of the Year in a Minneapolis street fight. Specifically Minneapolis street fight. <laughs> Specifically Very Minneapolis street fight. Very important. Uh, all right. So, Ryan, you get first pick on this. Who do you think is winning? And because I think it's a little easy for this match to predict yeah. who gets pinned... I'm yeah. going to instead ask you, does at some point Chris Jericho end up about to be pinned and then get saved? Yes. 
specifically the pin happening by Dan Lambert. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like uh, what, what a twist. Uh, Dan Lambert is going to probably tap out to the walls of Jericho. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Brett, for your bonus point with this match, give me some wild prediction here. Is there is there a, a street fight weapon you want to see? Is there something crazy you think is going to happen? I think, and if this isn't necessarily like like absolutely like crazy, but I've I've been thinking about this because I you know it's it's part of his character that he just kind of like he wear Dan Lambert wears like the the button up American Top Team patch like shirt and just like some 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 dumpy dad jeans you know he doesn't he hasn't he hasn't had to look like a, even though it's a street fight he's you know. He's wrestling, and you know, street fight usually you, you you got the jeans and some like some pro wrestling tees shirt with maybe some like, I don't know like like knee pads or something. You, you look like you're from like Escape from New York or something. I think Division his... Two starting character, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're going to the dark zone. Um, I think because uh, Dan Lambert likes to throw out uh, oddly specific dates and names at the top of his lungs, uh, voice cracks included, I think his outfit is going to be uh, a silly reference to something that probably only Excalibur and Ryan will get, and then they'll tell me, and I'll go, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, okay. I, I think I think, I think think his outfit... So an oddly specific one, referential thing that we need to be told what it is by the commentary <laughs> It's yeah, spe- specifically relating to to Dan Lambert's outfit. I think I have enough yeah. confidence in him, uh, you know, having to wear something. Unless he literally just comes out in his normal. That that would be kind of funny if he just came out and literally his normal. His normal. Uh, yeah, his normal promo giving like, just like sitting in the living room TV watching baseball clothes. Like, I want to see him come out with a Fozzie shirt on. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, like, try to rip it in half, but he can't. So he gets one of his American <laughs> Top Team guys to do it. Be great. After that, we have the Super Click versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So this is Brett's pick. Who do you think Oof. is taking this match home, and who is either getting pinned or doing the pinning? This one. This one is tough for me the way that I think about it because I don't think I don't think I mean they they act they act like and are called stooges you know but I don't think it's really necessarily a good thing or a very like super possible thing that Tony Khan will do to just like make the the bucks look like powerless or stupid, or just like like that, like because they they they've lost so much so quickly recently. And, and um, if they you know, go they... with the the storyline that people have been kind of rumoring, with Kenny uh, possibly getting ejected from the elite for some reason, you kind of want the Bucks to look good mm-hmm. for that, right? It's yeah, you like like they have a re- they're not like kicking Kenny out and then like oh my god, what a, what a bunch of nerds! They literally just screwed themselves over even more. Like no, they they need to like oh we're more powerful than we would be with you because you know. Kenny loses the belt theoretically, um, and as as much as I love Christian and the Jurassic Express, um, it's it's a falls count anywhere match, and it's against Adam Cole and Young Buck, who are like 
I said before, like the healest heals that I mean you can get there like MJF pretty much like the healers heals you can get pretty much they're gonna like the, the, the stadium's gonna be taken apart for this match and they're gonna be using a bunch of creative things that you know they, 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 they did a good job of showing that Jurassic Express and Christian can be very mean and very angry and they can use those chairs and hit people very hard with them but they don't do that super often because you know they're 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 good boys they're good little boys they don't want it they don't want they're to not going to be the ones to escalate the match no yeah they're not going to be they're going to be the ones uh on the defensive i think for the most part um you know i think luchasaurus is going to do some cool stuff i think jungle boy is going to do some cool stuff i think christian is going to do some cool stuff but i think in the end uh even after them looking good they're just going to be completely busted up by uh, the Bucks and Adam Cole because I think they need they need something to still cement them being in in their view at the top without them looking stupid because you know when when someone loses a bunch and they still consider themselves the best that's like unless you're going for that unless you're going for them being like blindly like optimistic about themselves it, it just makes them look stupid and I don't think the Bucks are in a place to look stupid especially if the rumored theoretical storyline with them booting Kenny out is going to happen and be successful. It's also, I think, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus especially can get pinned and not look yes too bad. I, I, I'm iffy on Christian. I think Adam Cole could probably pin Christian and maybe mirror mm -hmm. the uh, that storyline with Kenny having been beaten by Christian before. I think yeah, that creates yeah. a cool parallel, but I don't think um, Christian is getting pinned by either of the other two. So who do you think is getting either pinned or doing the pinning? Um, well, that's, that's the thing is we have, we're taking into consideration what's been said earlier on what's going to happen tonight, possibly. And the, the objective of, uh, Mr. Fish fighting Jungle Boy is to injure him. Um, and I think whether or not Jungle Boy wins that or not, I, it's going to be successful. I mean, you're going into a match against Bobby Fish, you're going to get <laughs> like pulled in half. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's going to result in Jungle Boy getting pinned. I don't know right. who's pinning. Probably Adam Cole just can like continue that feud between them, like specifically, just because I think that's been pretty interesting. And having Jungle Boy go up against someone as well established as Adam Cole is just interesting to watch because they're both so good. Yeah, um, great yeah. pairing. All right, so Ryan, who do you think is either getting pinned or doing the pinning? Oof. All right. See, this is hard, right? Just to like think about this. And too, you can this say the same thing if you want, but that does mean there are, there's no change in yeah. points at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So it is up to you. And let me just. Who did you choose again? I need to get the names. Adam Penning, who Brett? Penning Jungle Boy. Penning Jungle Boy. So the hard thing about this is, is this is Christian's first match back since he got the injury angle. Is that for like? Yep. Maybe the the second anniversary dynamite or whatever. Is that the last time? I think so. Yeah. That sounds about right. So it's his first match back. Drop the impact title. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's not necessarily something that Christian, you know, needs to win all the time. And, you know, it's it's been a little bit of a weird like relationship that he's had with the Belucha. Uh, the Lucha Express, not not nothing. Uh, Lucha Express, Lucha Express, <laughs> the Jungle Express. 
Um, Illuja Express is a good name too. (laughs) It is. (laughs) So that's the thing. Um, Is I agree. I think. um, I do think that the Bucks and Adam probably are going to win this, but at the same time, it's like Jungle Boy. You know, that's the thing. Is like it's. It feels like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus just lose so much so often. It's just. You know, mm-hmm. they, 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 it's like they're always like they can never hit like the big one pretty much. But I think I have to. I think I'm going to change it, though, even though it does make a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit out there. I do think it's going to be Adam Cole pinning, but I think it's going to be Christian. OK. Mm. So. Any other thoughts about this match before we move on? I think it's we hit most really, of it. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I think. I, think I, I am so excited to see where, where the Super Click goes to. I think they're a very yeah. exciting tag, especially with the, the hints that Cole has been dropping about Undisputed Era and whatnot, mm-hmm. seeing where the Bobby Fish relationship goes and whatnot. And I think there could be some yeah. banger matches coming out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as seeing where Jungle Express, Jurassic Express goes next and Christian Cage, because I think Christian absolutely has some great matches that could happen and i feel like he would be a good candidate for a face v face versus hangman yeah totally totally i would love to see that match so i think those two are headed for great things but uh moving on to dr Britt baker dmd versus ty conti for the aew women's world championship this is ryan's pick who do you think is taking this home and if you can predict what the last 30 seconds of this look like, and it is not just a standard lockjaw finish. I was uh, going to say. <laughs> and it's not a standard lockjaw. If it's just the lockjaw, we're not going to give any points for this one, because I think this is a, a match that's hard to... There's hard to put extra points on the table for this match. So. Yeah. Um, what, a, what a really cool feud. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the butt feud. The butt feud. Uh... Hey, occasionally you need a lighthearted match on the card. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I think I think we've all come to the conclusion here. Like the way we've talked about it is. I think solely cool. based on Ty Conti's entrance music, she's not winning. <laughs> yeah. I, I love like, Ty Conti, like, but she she needs yeah. uh, some revamped, especially the entrance. Just needs a little bit of something that's more identifiable. And like Ty has been great ever since coming to AEW. She's been doing really well, and she's been getting so much better. And she's put on really good matches with uh. I remember the her match she had with Sheeta. Uh, oh yeah, was really good too. And I feel like this like this. It's not that the match is going to be bad. I think the match is going to be good. I think it's just very predictable because I don't. Again, I can't they're not see done them with Britt yet. They're not. They're not done with Britt yet. If anyone's going to take it off of Britt, I think it's going to be Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, I'm going to say that at some point in the last 30 seconds, maybe not exactly 30 seconds, but I feel like there's going to be some rebel interference. I feel like Anna J is going to be out there. I feel like, you know, that there's going to be some hope, you know, that you know, Anna J take care, care of a rebel, you know, so now it's just Ty and Brit. And then I feel like, you know, Ty is going to try to go and hit something and then 
maybe like out of nowhere like you know they, they, she, maybe she only comes out with rebel but like jamie hater like kind of sneaks in and either like hits her and something like that or you know kind of protecting her in a way i feel like i guess you can exchange it with either rebel or jamie in this situation i feel like they're you're the assumption is going to be that the interference is gone, but one of them is going to sneak out of there or like sneak in and yeah. like hit something on Ty. And, I get uh, what you're going for here. And then I think, you know, just to not to make it a little bit different, I feel like off of based off of that interference, Britt will win the match off of that. Okay. So, Brett, obviously yes. your, your horse in this race is Ty. Now, for mm-hmm. a bonus point, does the Dark Order interfere aside from Anna J? Ah, that is... Hmm. That's interesting. Because we're not on... You know, we're not on live television, so you don't have the, the TNT overlords and the live television overlords mad about, like, a guy... And I'll extend that to be... does. Someone that is not Anna J interfere on behalf of Ty Conti. Hmm. I think that opens I, up a little more. I think I, I I could see it happening, right? Where maybe uh like 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 everyone comes out because they usually never come out like only one of them. It's like the whole group. If anyone comes out like alone, it's going to be Anna J comes out alone. Some other things will happen. Then the rest of the darker come out. Um, like, like Uno or, uh, Johnny Hungy is just gonna, like, give, give, uh, one of the people on the outside on, on Brit's side, like, like a very mean look and, like, step up to them and then flex his absolutely gigantic <laughs> freakish arms and scream or something. Um, cause we, we, we haven't gotten to the point in, in AW, or I guess in, in wrestling on television even though this is a pay-per-view where we have like a lot of intergender stuff i mean they, they've called things it's basically limited to like royal rumbles and stuff like that it, yeah exactly if if even like i don't know they, they, they've called things intergender matches and then they happen and then they were just kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like oh them. someone showed up and did one move on exactly <laughs> so. yeah. um and then and this is this is getting into a tangent but like it's 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 kind of disappointing because like you have people like Orange and, and Statlander who have fought each other so many times, and Dude, I could see Statlander pinning like over half of the men's rosters. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So uh, uh, pipe dream someday, please, Tony Khan. You 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 have you have the balls. You must use them. <laughs> um, and I don't think I, I I think after all that I, I don't think they're here. I don't think the rest of the Dark Order come out because if they did, what the John Silver's gonna walk up to to. Rebel and and like yell, and say budge really loud, and it's funny like uh, sure if that happened like I guess like I lost the point or whatever but it'd be funny but it, they wouldn't be able to do anything. Your gut says it's not going to happen. It, it wouldn't it's add not anything. Happen. No. All right. So, so moving on to our final two matches, I think two two that are also hard to call. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Ooh. Does Punk Whoa. get his first loss? Brett, this is your pick. Oh my god. This this is I just want to say I, I they there better be at least two matches in between this and and uh, the 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 title match because this is going to be 
the other one that's going to be very emotional just because of the promos and stuff that they've cut against each other have been yeah. super like real and like actually like like tangibly heated and stuff like obviously it's all like kayfabe and stuff and they're, they're probably buds in the locker room but they just like they find things to pick at with each other where it's just like oh my god that's that's insulting that's just that's rude that's like actually really hurtful to say to somebody about their career especially eddie too who comes off as like whether whether he's a heel or not just like super real and i've, I've said people this to both of you kingston. like people during yeah. that boston show kingston was getting maybe the loudest chance i've heard for someone which which makes sense because he's awesome and i think if you're gonna if, if you're really gonna put somebody on the opposite side of the ring from punk the guy who like gets chance when he's not even there when literally his name is just said it's gonna be eddie because people chant for eddie no matter what and punk didn't have to say oh everybody cheer for eddie now eddie just said things and then the crowd started chanting eddie's name as loud as they were chanting punk's name and that is like it's, it's such a simple thing and it sounds so stupid but like if, if you know, you know, basically. Like that is that is huge. Um Eddie is like that one being of the said, definitely one of the most heartwarming underdogs who's also just a monster absolutely. heel sometimes. Absolutely. Um That being said, I I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's time Punk to lose yet, because I think what is it? Uh, Danielson's been here for less time, but he's wrestled like ten times more matches. Punk has wrestled like matches. <laughs> Brian Danielson wrestles like every single day of the week because there's something wrong with him, and yeah. then he needs to be stopped because he's insane. Um, but and and I think that 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 lends me like that lends more credence to the idea that he's gonna get beat just because he's wrestled so much and he had that match uh, earlier this week. But for Punk, matches with him are still a little more on the, the special side. You don't see them all the time. He usually comes out and talks more than he comes out and fights a match. Even though his matches are really good, um, I still don't think he's been around enough and fought enough to lose to Eddie Kingston as much as I love Eddie. Um, but I also don't think they're going to make Eddie look bad. Because why would you? I mean, people people love Eddie. I don't think it's time like the, the, both of them. I, I said this to both of you that I, I, it's really not super time for either of them to turn like super dark heel like right now. Like just the, the arguments that they both had against each other were very like they they were very like like legitimate real arguments. Like Eddie's just defending himself, and then he says something really insulting to Punk, and then Punk is just defending himself. And like yeah, it's just it's instigated from a misunderstanding in the first place. Of, of being interrupted by someone else just being like really pissed that they lost um yeah i i don't think it's time for punk to turn heel yet i don't think it's time for eddie to be made to look very bad because i think in, in a matchup with punk he's gonna do pretty good but i think in the end um yeah i don't, I don't think he's gonna i i think they'll probably do the thing uh where they've done this before uh, where Eddie just gets he gets knocked out somehow and is unable to unable to tap unable to fend for himself, um, because that that just that look is just so good for for Eddie where you can just always say that like oh no, I'm I'm guy I'm tougher than you yeah you knocked me out but I didn't I didn't willingly if I if I was still if I was still awake I would have kept going like that that sort of thing just works so well for Eddie that I could see it happening All right. um, again here so I'll count. Punk winning via knockout for your bonus point too. Uh, 
So, Ryan, your horse in this race is Eddie Kingston. Can you tell me something that you would predict that happens during this match that is worthy of an extra point? Wild predictions. Anything crazy you think is going to happen? Some storyline moment they'll do mid-match. I feel... It'd be kind of out of nowhere. But, um... I feel like, uh... I feel like just, you know, something... That maybe not in the match, but post-match, I feel like as much as we don't want it to happen, I feel like, I don't know, maybe, hmm. I definitely feel like that someone may be turning here. Mm. All right, maybe so a post-match heel turn will be your yes. bonus point for this. Yes. Okay. My crackpot theory for this match, and this is another one that I think is about as unlikely as the Darby and Sting towel throw. <laughs> I think there is a slim chance this match ends via double countout. Ooh. I could see that happening. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's the right time for, for Punk to lose via double countout, and I don't know if it's the right time for Eddie to get counted out either, because both of them are such fighters that I think like it makes more sense for a knockout submission to happen uh, mm -hmm. than for a double count out but AW so rarely does them that I think when it ends up lining up so that it could make sense in a storyline I think there's a greater than average chance it happens that's my wild crackpot theory double count out nobody turns heel we get just a solid matchup between two tweeners that is excellent yeah. Uh, and if, okay. if anything, that might make them like theoretically like respect each other more or something. Like, oh wow, dude, I would love if they do that, and it leads into some crazy miracle world scenario where Punk and Kingston are on a tag team, <laughs> just for a little bit. Yeah, that would be that's for like sick. one match. Like just yeah, that'd be wild. Throw them against a common enemy for some reason. Yeah. All right. So our final match of the night, Omega, our world championship is on the line between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page, who is taking the championship home. Ryan, this is your call. Well, I think I think we're we're think we're in for a big match here. I think it's mm -hmm. going to be quite the match. I think there's gonna be some awesome entrances on both sides. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of drama within this match, some callbacks to maybe their match that they had at full gear last year. Maybe to you know even some older moments that they've had together, maybe trying to bust out like other people's moves that they've had. But I definitely feel like I think I think I think it just only would make sense here if Omega were to hit the one wing angel here and for Hangman to finally be the one to kick out of that move. He'd be the only other mm -hmm. person besides Kota Ibushi to kick out of the move. And I feel like I feel like that Heyman's going to be winning this with the buckshot lariat. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's it's so hard to tell for this match. Like, and I'll, I'll, I will count kicking out of the one winged angel as your bonus okay. point for this. Okay. Okay. So, Brett, I need a prediction from you for this match. Oof. Something that is going to happen. 
no matter who you think actually is going to win, what what do you think is something that will either happen during the match or immediately post-match or immediately before the match worthy of an, an extra <sighs> point? Um, well, this this isn't the point-worthy thing, but I just want to say that I think the crowd for this match is going to be bonkers. Like, un- unlike maybe anything that we've ever seen <laughs> in an AEW show. Like, this is... People have been looking forward to this for so long. People are going to be going absolutely ape for this stuff. Um... And I think my prediction for things to happen, I, I, I feel like it's just, it, it's kind of just like, it's textbook. It's, it's required at this point, even though, uh, you know, the, the, the Dark Order might come out for Taikanti um, and the Elite has a match earlier today. It would be strange if, like, whatever whatever made up, like, oh, they're, they're not allowed in the building, or, like, they're barred from, like, somewhat, like, Brandon Cutler's gonna sneak in or something, and then, like... Maybe like like John Silver is gonna who's like hidden in the crowd is gonna beat the crap out of him to make sure that he doesn't get to spray uh, Paige in the face with his stupid cold spray, <laughs> like something something some interference maybe not on like because because we're 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 expecting the typical like a big like huge like ten man bash on the outside of the ring that like. Kenny's gonna do a tope to to slam it everybody, and then after that, Hangman's gonna follow it up with another tope, and like, it's it, it you know, gr- granted it would be cool because that's always like fun to watch, but it's expected. It's done. It's a million times. This is a yeah. pay per view. Last time there was a pay per view, they mixed things up by doing like crazy stuff with like unexpected things, and, and like the refs making calls that they normally would, like just like crazy like stuff to make the make the people watching just unable to to figure out what's going to happen next very easily i think there's going to be some interference but i think it's going to be on a smaller scale and we're going to get creative with it um yes that that is my that is my extra point thing all right so a smaller scale interference yes that is that is specifically more creative than everybody comes out and fights on the outside and then they do tobes on top of them all right, so small-scale interference with no topes. <laughs> yes, no topes specifically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last question I have for both of you about this stacked pay-per-view card is one wild card prediction from each of you. What is one thing that you think has the slimmest chance of happening during this pay-per-view? Can be related to a match, can be not related to a match, could be a referee thing could be a surprise appearance, a surprise promo. What do you think is something crazy that we're going to get during this pay-per-view? Whoever wants to go first can go. Uh, I Ryan, think... you go, because I don't want to say the same thing. Okay. Hmm. I think it would be really cool if we saw... A tease, maybe not like an outright debut, but maybe a tease of a debut of a Bray Wyatt Wyndham Rotunda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Okay. That is, that is mine. But if Brett wants to take that one, you know, I'll take another. Uh, I'll take another shot in the dark. I'll say. We'll be seeing. Hmm. Will Osprey appear? Oh. Oh. 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, Brett, what is your wild card? I think I, I think I am going to take that. That was the thing that I was going to say that I, I wanted to make sure that if you said it, I, I, I didn't, but then you said something else. So I am going to say, um, Mr. Mr. Rotunda, please. <laughs> Matt Hardy's been posting so many pictures of specifically <laughs> him with Bray Wyatt. And it's just like, come on. I mean, he, he, could, he could literally just be doing the same thing that he so did ask, before. Does he, he show up in the black and Andrade? match do they pull the trigger oh. on a black and Wyndham rotunda stable oh that would just be that would just be a dream wouldn't it <laughs> that would just be perfect <laughs> wouldn't it I, I i don't i don't know if i if i'm gonna if i'm gonna strap myself to that specifically uh, this is not I, the, I, the I, point for your does your gut think that is where it will happen if it does happen I mean, I mean, yeah, because I, I forget if I said this when we were recording or not, but um, like there's just not a lot of obvious space where you could fit a surprise. Like, you can't person. fit Bray Wyatt as as much as I I think you could come up with something to put him in the Dark Order. That doesn't fit with what the Dark Order is currently, unless Rotunda does like, the a paper wild game. turn. Yeah, uh, and there's nothing here that has enough of a Dark Order presence exactly to make. Yeah. Wyatt showing up feel like it needed to be there. So. I, I yeah, I think him him showing up um, for that match would probably make the most sense. But I mean, like just like I mean, we we've we've wanted it for a while. Like he's just gonna have so much more creative freedom than he used to, and he's not gonna be like like put down for it either. Like, and he's clearly. not gonna be I mean, worrying that he'll get fired. <laughs> exactly. Like you you have people when you have people like Abaddon. In your company, people you know that people like Bray Wyatt are going to thrive and do whatever they want because it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Please, Tony Khan. <laughs> I've been I, I praying just, every night for a year for this. <laughs> there's so much to look forward to in this card, and I really I cannot wait to see how crazy Hangman and Kenny go during this match, yeah. especially after the the contract signing in blood. I think Darby and MJF is going to be. A surprise hit compared to a lot of the other matches on this card just because it, it's so mm -hmm. stacked right there's yeah, yeah. very little room to breathe on the entire card like even even the buy-in is already a great looking match so it's gonna be hard to find room to breathe here but there's a lot of very fun things on the table yeah I think just just in general, and this is you know, I I sound like a crazy person saying this probably with such high expectations, but I literally everything that we said could be wrong, and still be great. I I, <laughs> I would still enjoy it, I yeah. because it, just from what they what everything that they've been doing recently is I I like sure these are things that I want to happen and these are things that I can see happening, but like Tony Khan and everyone at the top and everyone who's making their own stories just like knows what people expect so well and they just see what people want to happen and they know how to either give it to them or give it to them in a way that they wouldn't expect and i, I just no matter what yeah. happens i this is going to be more than worth the 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 50 bucks to get it this is going to be absolutely insanity all right then we will all see you again next week for our review of the actual pay-per-view that once it is officially done 
Yes. It'll probably be sometime around uh, midweek or end of the week. So we'll plan on getting that out next week. And for now, that is the WrestleCast done for today. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We still got the address still playing. So yeah, it's still... We're still sitting here <laughs> for a little while. Ugh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared. It doesn't feel like it's tomorrow. It feels like tomorrow is like, like a holiday or something. I have, <laughs> I have the, the, weird, the weird holiday flutters in, in my chest. <laughs>